This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, June 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Brazilian beef banned. Roberts, Conaway, fight farm bill cuts. Arkansas dicamba banned mold. CFTC chief learned from farmers. USDA has suspended all imports of fresh beef from Brazil because of concerns with the safety of the meat. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says inspectors were repeatedly finding public health concerns and animal issues. The Food Safety and Inspection Service stepped up inspections of the beef products in March, and since then, 1.9 million pounds of beef in 106 lots have been rejected. The Brazilian government suspended five facilities from shipping to the U.S., but Purdue decided it wasn't enough. He said, although international trade is an important part of what we do at USDA, and Brazil has long been one of our partners, my first priority is to protect American consumers. The action shows the Trump administration is willing to be tough on agriculture imports, at least when there are food safety issues at stake. The move comes as the administration is opening the U.S. to imports of chicken from China. Ag Committee leaders brace for cuts. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts is making the case on both sides of Capitol Hill against cutting farm programs. But Roberts acknowledged yesterday that some reductions may be necessary as Republicans seek to pass a new budget blueprint. Roberts has talked to leaders of both the House and the Senate Budget Committees this week. As we reported yesterday, a cut of as much as $50 billion in agriculture programs has been floated in the House. However, as of yesterday, the size of the agriculture cut was still being negotiated. House Republicans hope to begin moving their budget resolution next week. Farmers in a bad patch. Robert sums up his argument to the budget writers this way. We're in a bad patch. We've had bad weather. We have a lot of farmers who are in a very distressing situation. Now is not the time to go after crop insurance and other vital programs. Roberts went on, however, to say that the Farm Bill will have to include what he calls some efficiencies. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway would only say yesterday he's still in conversation with the Budget Committee. As one farm group lobbyist emailed AgriPulse, the possibility of a cut in farm spending raises the probability that Congress will have to move a new Farm Bill this fall. Arkansas Board Considers Dicamba Ban The Arkansas State Plant Board will vote again today on an emergency ban of the herbicide dicamba. The panel appeared to have voted down the statewide ban earlier this week, but there was confusion about how many board members voted over the phone. The proposed ban is the result of complaints about damage to soybean crops. CFTC chief, farmers made him a better regulator. President Trump's nominee to chair the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, Chris Giancarlo, says his visits to farms and feedlots have helped him understand the impact of futures markets to agriculture. Giancarlo, who is now the commission's acting chairman, told the Senate Agriculture Committee yesterday that farmers and ranchers are the most basic participants in the futures market. He said even if they don't use these hedging instruments, they rely on the price signals that come from these futures markets to determine whether they're getting a fair price. Giancarlo does appear to be headed for an easy confirmation. The Senate Committee's top Democrat, Debbie Stabenow, praised Giancarlo for his bipartisanship and for breaking with the White House to ask Congress to increase the agency's budget. 
Giancarlo told the committee that the agency needs to hire more economists to analyze the impact of high-frequency trading. He also assured Stabenow that the CFTC would eventually approve a rule setting new position limits. USTR pledges to help protect Florida growers. Wheat, corn, soybean, and rice farmers are focused on protecting their exports to Mexico during the upcoming renegotiation of the North American Free Trade Agreement. But Florida fruit growers have different priorities. They're fed up competing with Mexican shipments of fruits and vegetables. Republican Congressman Carlos Cabello and Vern Buchanan told U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer yesterday. Lighthizer assured the members of the House Ways and Means Committee that he was on top of the issue. He said it's an acute problem, accounting for most of the U.S. agriculture trade deficit with Mexico. Grizzly delisting cheers ranchers. Cattle producers are praising the Trump administration for removing Yellowstone grizzly bears from the Endangered Species Act. This is good news for the Yellowstone grizzly and good news for the region's ranchers, said Craig Uden, president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, and Dave Elison, president of the Public Lands Council. But the Humane Society of the United States and other groups plan to fight the delisting decision. Wayne Paselli, the president of HSUS, said the Fish and Wildlife Service has a tenuous legal case to bolster this maneuver and will meet them head-on in court. Other key stakeholders will stand at our shoulder. Yes, the air is better in the country, but not the water. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has confirmed that the air is cleaner in rural areas than in the city. However, drinking water quality could be better in urban areas than rural. CDC researchers looked at three measures of air quality and found that they're all improved in rural areas. For example, the study found that there are 48 ozone days on average in urban areas compared to about four in rural areas. Rural water supplies, on the other hand, are more likely to contain some contaminants than city systems are. However, the CDC says it isn't clear that the high rates in rural areas would have a meaningful effect on public health. Here's today's They Said It. You should be worried, Mr. Chairman, that the ranking Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, said to Chairman Pat Roberts, Republican of Kansas, after he noted the only senators who showed up for the Giancarlo hearing yesterday were women. Very, very worried, chimed in Senators Amy Klobuchar, Democrat of Minnesota, and Kirsten Gillibrand, Democrat of New York. The Giancarlo confirmation hearing was held at the same time as the Senate GOP meeting on the new health care bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, June 23rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.